Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. You cannot exercise dominion outside of work. Do you see how Jesus, my father walks either to, so I walk. The night time comes when no one shall be able to walk. Tell your neighbor, you cannot exercise dominion outside of work. Do you know there was no music or musical equipment in the Garden of Eden? There was no songs and hymns, spiritual songs. There's nothing like that. Why? Because work was worship. For as the man was keeping the garden and guarding it and keeping it, that's worship to God. That's obedience to God. We have too many lazy bones in the church. Men who do not work and who are parasites on other people. Men who only believe that if they pray, God will show up. And he will bless them. We are as he says in his word, he who shall not walk, shall not eat. I know you don't like this message. But I'm talking about the now church. Eh, pastor, but they said there's 24 hour miracle. Where is your own? The 24-hour miracle that happened in the house of the widow, whose husband was a, was one of the sons of the prophets, was their work involved? Did he have to fetch empty vessels? Did he have to be pouring the thing in them? Was it just a miracle that happened and all the barriers were filled and nothing happened? Even the miracle came out of Galilee. Did they fetch water? Did they fill the pots? You cannot exercise dominion outside of work. Tell your neighbor, Lord, wash your shield. Uh-huh. Go and look for a job to do, Lord, wash your shield. And look for work to do, Lord, wash your shield. But God said to me to be a full-time minister because you are a fool. Jesus worked for 18 years as a carpenter till he became the carpenter. And he did ministry for three years. He was repaired for 30 years for three year ministry. Paul who wrote two thirds of the New Testament was making tents. He was into 
He was a builder. He was into real estate. He was making tents for people and he was working. And look at Nehemiah. He said, we are building with one hand. We carry salt with the other hand. Do you understand me? You want nation, this nation to be healed? All those who are getting fat money, easy money from Abuja. That's why they can never pray for Buari. Their pastors will curse him because their income is going down. There's no free money anymore. There's no easy money anymore. You don't like this message. I'm going home. I, I, I will continue in future. But let me show you a great lesson from the life of Joseph and his brothers. And you will see that you cannot exercise dominion outside of work. I don't care what that work is. As long as it's legal, moral, and ethical. Genesis chapter 45. They've been separated for more than 13 years now. Because Joseph became... The prime minister of Egypt at the age of 30. And he was taken away from home at the age of 17. They've been separated, but he now revealed himself to his brothers. Ani Yosafi, I am Joseph, your brother whom you sold into slavery. The best kept secret in Canaan. Their father did not know that his sons sold their brother. Ten of them sold one. And shared the 20 shekels of silver. <laughs> At two shekels each. And the one who moved the motion for sale is Judah. That's why brothers betray themselves in church. Sorry. Genesis 45 verse 4. When they were now connected, listen to what Joseph said. Genesis 45 verse number 4. And Joseph said to his brothers, please come near to me. So they came near. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother whom you sold into but now <laughs> but now do not be grieved or angry do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me here for God sent me before you to preserve life for these two years the famine has been in the land and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting and God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh. Uh, is he boasting? He has made me what? A father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. How did he get to this now? Because he passed the test of Potiphar's house. He would not have become the ruler of all the house of Pharaoh and over all the land of Egypt if he has fallen for the booboo trap of Mrs. Potiphar. Are you listening to me? You can't experience the now except you are well tested. Did you hear that? I said it during the missionary force. The only way you can step into now is to be tested and they find you rugged. All these Christians you send to politics. That's why they come home wounded. Hey, dollar, you me? 
sell their birthright. Let's go on. What I'm saying will soon be, you will soon find out very shortly. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph. Who talks like this? Thus <laughs> says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not tarry. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near to me, you and your children, your children's children, your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. There I will provide for you. Lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty, but there are still five years of farming. Verse 16. Verse number 16. Is there any work in his suggestion here? Were they coming to walk? They were coming to chop. He said, I will provide for you. Verse 16. Now the report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house saying, Joseph's brothers have come. So he pleased Pharaoh and his servants well. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, say to your brothers, do this. Load your animals. Say load. Load your animals and depart. Go to the land of Canaan. Bring your father and your houses and come to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt and you will eat the fat of the land. Is there a work in this one? You will eat the fat of the land. Go on. Now you are commanded, do this. Take carts out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives. Bring your father and go. Take all the vehicles. Because of Joseph. And he remembered Joseph. And he remembered Joseph. Anything you ask for is yours. Also, do not be concerned about your goods. For the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them carts according to the command of Pharaoh. And he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave to all of them, to each man, changes of garments. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver. And you you sold me for 20 pieces of silver. I will give 300 in one day to the one who did not participate. So when we delay gratification, we know what we are waiting for. It's slow, but it's steady. It's sure. He gave to all of them, to each man, changes of garments. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. It's called grace. And he sent to his father these things, ten donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt. Ten female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and food for his father for the journey. Verse 24. So he sent his brothers away and they departed. And he said to them, see that you do not become troubled along the way. When they reported to their father and he saw the ten camels, the, the Bible said his heart stood still. Odaku straight. And, and, and you know what I love about this? Do you, shall I tell you yes, what I love in this story? Do you want to hear? You're looking too straight. Smile. <laughs> you know what I love about it? The ten brothers who showed the garment of Joseph, they dip in the blood of an animal they were supposed to be taken care of that they slaughtered. 
said, do you recognize this? And Jacob said, a wild beast had torn my son into pieces. I will go to the grave mourning for my son. The same ten brothers now came. I said, Joseph is alive. He is governor in Egypt. Those who lie about you are about to tell truth. They will not die. They will tell the truth concerning you. I said they will not die. Let them gang up. Let them put every act together. Your day of victory is around the corner. It is your time. It is your chance. Even your enemies will testify. You will not be the one saying, I want to give testimony. It is your enemies that will testify. Can I hear amen? Amen. Let's go on. Genesis 47. Uh, Genesis 47 verse 11. Genesis 47, 11 to 13. And Joseph situated his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, and as Pharaoh had commanded. Then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and his father's household with bread according to the number in their fa- he provided them with what? Yes. According to what? Yes. To the number in their families. Verse 13. Now there was no bread in all the land. Are you listening to this? Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Iboroli. It's because there's no Joseph in your family. Uh-huh. Sorry. Iboroda. <coughs> And got tough is because you don't carry Joseph's anointing. <laughs> you can look at me like you want to cut off my head. I will tell you the truth. Who cares? When, if I see that you look funny, what did I take my eyes? See you, I'll do my own like this also. <laughs> God who wants to redeem nations will always raise a Joseph, a Daniel, and Esther. Do you want to be one? Yes. Then you have to do what they did. You have to pay the price. Let's read further. Now there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. But what was happening in the house of Jacob and the house of his sons? Bread was constantly supplied. Why? Their brother is the owner of the land. Oh, can I go home? Okay, let's read a little more. Verse 27. I will stop there. Verse 27. So Israel dwelt where? In the land of Egypt. Where? Oh, read it again. Israel dwelt where? Wait a minute. Is Goshen in Egypt? So it was a country in a country. <laughs> you can create your own world. Yes, sir. 
You just have to release your faith in God. You can create your own word. God can make impossible possible for you. Do you understand me? Uh, the, the literal translation of that might read like countryside of, of, of Egypt called Goshe. Poor people don't live in countryside because it's difficult to maintain. You don't get it. Give me Genesis 49. I want to share one thing I share with Shegu in secret with you. I'll come back and read Genesis 49. We are their father, bless them. Many years ago, I shared this with my son, Olu Shegu. You don't know where Genesis 49 is. Verse 14 and 15. You have heard the sons of Issachar. They had the understanding of the times. And they know what Israel ought to do. And they were at their own command. You see that in First Chronicles chapter 12. Now I want you to see Issachar here. Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between two bodies. He saw that rest was good and that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulder to be a burden and he became a band of slaves. He was slaving for countryside that is pleasant. He put his neck to labor because he saw that the land was pleasant. No labor, no bathing. Do you understand me? Isaac, who had understanding of the time. Let me read it again to you. He saw that rest was good and that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulder to bear a burden. If you are going to rest in your latter days, we'll ask you what you did in your former days. So give me that one verse now. In Genesis, give me my iPad. Thank you. Verse 27 of Genesis 47 So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt in the country of Goshen and they had possessions there and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And grew and multiplied exceedingly all on the largesse of Joseph. Daddy, Volvo, Mommy, Mercedes, you don't understand what I'm saying. You're already driving Volvo, driving Mercedes. You have not bought a bicycle in your life or work for it. You are drowning yourself gradually. Except you learn how to produce what produce those things. Many of us are destroying our children. I fought Shagun to a standstill. My son, when he came, I said, that's the only car you can drive here. Uh, he said, my legs are long. I said, pull the chair back. Oh, Tishi, she said, now? You understand me? Pull the chair back. It, it was a serious battle. Ask him when you see him. Our 
happy birthday to you. My daughter is 21st. I just bought her a brand new Mercedes Benz. Otipa. Otipa kupata kupata. Otisi. Even when he sees a genuine proposal from a genuine man who came with his own foot, would he listen? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mrs. B, what car did I drive to your house to propose? Babanlaku foot watching. But I wonder. I read my studies. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. I I walked into their house and I was sitting in the living room with my foot watching. And this guy, Otikunsi, I know the person. No, I'm not joking. Otiku, pata pata. He's dead. Shall I mention the name? No. Oh, back there, red Mercedes Benz, look, and Mrs. V came to me. Yeah. My friend said we can, we should go to uh, uh, to have some. What was it? You remember the bread you do. <laughs> oh, what is this? What is Fisayo? What what is that bread? Aha! She confessed her sins. <laughs> club sandwich. The first day I followed her to Ikoi Club. Motion warrior. Me I said, "What would you like to eat?" And said. Oh, club sandwich, please. Club sandwich, club sandwich. <laughs> Only what would you like to eat? Suya. <laughs> that's, that's the one I understand. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Suya, please. I'm for me. Suya, I'm for me. Frado, no, no. It's called balanced diet. Why should I be deceiving myself? I'm not a Frenchman. You want to give me French fries? <laughs> Are you still here? <laughs> oh, God. That's she said to me. My friend said we could come to the club. Oh, Mrs. Bim got also in Bo. Chege. That word. That word means that word. Pardon me. That word. Ah, Mokpaderis Rishi. My lunch and dinner are gone. I will fast, but I will finish this message. Are you here? So my friend said we could come to the club. I said, me alone, we could come. Now, boy, boy, me daru. If you want to follow him, you are free. I'll walk out of here. That's the end. Oh, she turned and said, sorry. My fiance said we are not going. I said, I marry you. That was why in 1980, what was it? 85 or 80 something, I went all the way to Germany to buy a Mercedes Benz and put a plate number on it. I said, Because you accepted my foot watching, now you are entitled to all that I have.
they were living on the largesse of Joseph. Now, Joseph died. Exodus chapter number one. Exodus chapter number one. Beginning from verse one. Now these are the names of the children of Israel who came to Egypt. Each man and his household came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. All those who are descendants of Jacob were, I can't hear you. For Joseph was already in. How many sons did he have? Twelve. How many descendants came to Egypt? Seventy. So when you see twelve palm trees and seventy wells, and when you see twelve apostles and seventy apostolic eaglets, God was following a pattern. He's a God of pattern. That's why your streams cannot be three. If you're going to have global impact... Your river head must part into four river heads. That was what I saw. That I said something is missing here. And until he revealed it to me, I wasn't at rest. Are you with me? So, 70. Let's read on. And Joseph died. All his brothers. And all that generation. Do you know that Joseph carried all his brothers to Canaan to bury them? He was the last of them to die. And he pleaded with the others. You want, it's in Acts of the Apostle chapter 7. He did not allow any of them to, give me Acts 7. He did not allow any of them to be buried in Egypt. I want you to study your Bible. Don't be lazy. Acts 7 verse 9. Acts 7, 9. And the patriarchs becoming envious sold Joseph into where? Egypt, but God was, oh my, do you remember the seven biblical pillars of world creation? What is the first thing? The presence of God. And the Lord was with? Uh, Are you practicing that on daily basis that in what you do, in what you say, the presence of God is there? Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is present. And delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now a famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt and Canaan. And our fathers found no sustenance. It was a famine created by God to reunite brothers. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first. And the second time Joseph was made known to his brothers and Joseph's family became known to the Pharaoh. Go on. Then Joseph sent and called his father Jacob and all his relatives to him, 75 people. Is the Bible contradictory now? Because we read in Exodus it says 70 and here it says 75. What is the difference? Uh, Listen to their calculation. Joseph, his wife, and two sons. Those are four. If you give me a special offering, I'll tell you. 
God knew with the 12 and the 70, the day is coming when there will be fivefold ministry. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. And if you want me to establish it, I can take you across scripture to let you know why five was inserted there. Let me go on. So Jacob went down to Egypt and he died. He and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham bought for a sum of money from the sons of Hema, the father of Shechem. He did not even allow his brothers to be buried in Egypt. He carried them, every one of them, from Jacob to all the brothers. He survived them all. But he died. Go back to Exodus chapter 1. Exodus 1. Go on. And Joseph died, all his brothers and all that generation. Oh, I love this. But the children of Israel were? I can't hear you. The children of Israel were? Fruitful. And increased abundantly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. So they were fruitful. They multiplied. They replenished or filled the earth. But they did not subdue it. You know, because you can't subdue without work. They were just eating free bread, enjoying it, and they were really growing. Each of them had a Mercedes Benz, had a donkey, had an oxen, Lages, Joseph. Okay, let's read that line again. But the children of Israel were, and about Moti, and grew. And the land was? So they fulfilled three of the components of the dominion mandate. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, but they didn't subdue. So they became subdued. Next verse. <laughs> now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, look, the people of the children of Israel are more mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them. Let them multiply. And it happened in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us. And so go up out of the land. Therefore, they set what? Taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Python, Ramses. That was their comfort zone before. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. They were afraid of them, but the children of Israel did not know. So the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. In mortar, in brick, in all manner of service in the field. All their service in which they made them serve was with? Why? Because they have enjoyed plenty without working. They didn't subdue the land. They were now subdued. Instead of exercising dominion, they were now dominated. Do you understand me? You cannot exercise dominion outside of work. This is the second thing I want you to put in your spirit as we close today. In every labor, there is profit. Every labor. 
In every labor, there is profit. Proverbs 14, 23 and 24. Proverbs 14, 23 and 24. In all labor, there is profit, but I do chatter leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. This simply means there is dignity in labor. Please make sure that everyone under your roof who has come of age is working. Or else you have cursed them yourself. And if anyone shall not work, let him also not eat. Proverbs 21 verse 25. Ready? Read. The desire, it doesn't need to, you don't need to shoot him. You, you don't need to curse him. His desire, we kill him. Why? He refuses to labor. So, I should send you a Isheni Ogunche Yoruba say Eniti Shenche Komashe Boshon Oro Kotosha Oba Boshon Goko Bobatala Ojo Bato Shisha Gelumato Jem O Shatim Badel see Isha when in Beniga Murasi Shere or Remi Isha Lafin Denigiga Bia Bareni Fainty, Bia Lelari, Bareni Beckley, Atera Mosheni, Iareli Rulolo, Babari Leshi Lucan, to Bagbojulemo, Otetan, the most of all. Continue with the rest. Otetan, Ote, Ote, a letter, Tetan, or let down my lapama shisha. If we are going to follow the dominion mandate, we must know that there's nothing called multiplication, being fruitful, multiplying, without subduing it. And it takes work to exercise authority, to distinguish yourself in a particular field. The man will make a beating part to your doorstep. I close with what last scripture, and I will continue in future, because we can't just finish it in one day. The now church. Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, chapter number three, verse six to fifteen. Second Thessalonians, chapter number three, verse six to fifteen. A command for the now church. But we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every border. Who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition which you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we were not disorderly among you. Nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge. But walk with labor and toil night and day. That we might not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have authority. 
but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone will not work, neither shall he. If every church will follow this command, nobody will be lazy. And I don't want to meet you outside. Um, sister, morning, one you meet your bishop at the Repada. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone will not walk, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner. Not walking at all. And because they have no job, they become busy bodies. They are busy in other people's affairs. Allah he saw gossip. Now, those who are such, we command... And exhort through our Lord Jesus that they walk in quietness and eat their own bread. But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good. And if anyone does not obey our word in this epistle, note that person. And do not keep company with him that he may be ashamed. But do not count him as an enemy, admonish him as a brother. There is no one who can exercise dominion outside of work. I'm going to take each component of the dominion mandate in the days to come, one after the other, and explain to you what it is. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. For if you are not exercising dominion, you'll be dominated. Stand to your feet. We bless you, our Father. We magnify your holy name for teaching us the truth of your word. Help us to model the love of Christ in this place. We'll be kind to the needy, not to the lazy. In the name of Jesus Christ. You walked. Your father worked. You never called a lazy man. Every man you called had something to do. Elijah was tapped by Elijah when he was on the twelfth oxen. Mechanized agriculture of his day. Peter was at a fishing bay. Levi was at a tax collection point. Every one of them had something to do. Deliver us from lethargy. From laziness. Build your church God. And I pray that whatsoever these people lay their hands upon shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say to you, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and the people said, praise the Lord somebody. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today. But it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative 
in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.